Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called The Tale of Tom Kitten, an adaptation of a Beatrix Potter story written for you by Daniel Hines. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and get every episode ad-free and a week early, subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or your Apple Podcast app. We have Stories Podcast merch available at storiespodcast.com shop including a new Mick Munter design featuring Mick, Bigfoot, and Nessie. Check it out! We're also on Cameo for all of your personalized video message needs, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Stories Podcast. If you send us a drawing of your favorite scene or character, we'll share it on our feed! Now here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, grown-ups. On the Nintendo Switch system, you can team up with friends in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Where you can meet talking flowers. Life's full of surprises. And where piranha plants sing. <laughs> and where Mario, Luigi, and Peach turn into elephants. Wowie zowie! And where this announcer turns into a... Super tiny announcer! <laughs> That's not in the game. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little excited. Nintendo Switch, the home of Mario and friends. Game rated E for everyone. Game and systems sold separately. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. The Tale of Tom Kitten Once upon a time, there were three little kittens, and their names were Mittens, Moppet, and Little Tom. Their mother had originally wanted three names starting with M, but when she had tried calling Little Tom Marnie or Muggsy or Moses, he would meow and cry. So Little Tom it was. They were good kittens, though curious and mischievous as kittens always are. Mittens liked to scratch and rip furniture with her long, crooking claws. Moppet liked to chew on the corners of bags and packages and was always making their food go bad. Little Tom was the worst of all and was always making up games to play that got them all in trouble. For example, one morning, when their mother had warned them to keep clean, Tom had invented a game called dirt wrestling. All three kittens gathered around the doorstep where the dusty dirt was dry and done and started pounding and wrestling and laughing. Though their mother had licked them clean just that morning, they were soon so dirty that they looked more like groundhogs than cats. Kids, called their mother Tabitha out of the door. We have company coming soon. Come on in and... What happened? You were just clean. We were playing a game, said Mittens. It's called dirt wrestling, said Moppet. And I made it up, beamed Tom, white smile shining through his dirty whiskers. Well, now you all need another bath. No, the kittens cried out together. Please, not another bath. Well, then you shouldn't have gotten so dirty. Tabitha said, and one by one she picked up the kittens by the scruff of the neck and carried them into her tidy little house. She had company arriving soon and would be terribly embarrassed if they saw her kittens all covered in dirt and grime and Lord knows what else. First, she pulled them all into the bathroom and scrubbed their faces with a wet washcloth. The kittens meowed and tried to twist away, but she held them until their whiskers shone. Then she took her brush and went through each kitten's coat, pulling out clods of dirt and pebbles until they were shiny smooth. 
Finally, she took her little whisker polish and put it around their noses. It took the better part of an hour, but when she was done, the kittens were squeaky clean, in addition to just plain squeaky. There, Tabitha said. Now you all have to get dressed. I don't wanna, said Mittens. Do we have to? asked Moppet. No pants forever, yelled little Tom. But despite the kitten's protestations, their mother got them swaddled and stuffed into their fine pants and shirts. Little Tom fought tooth and claw and tail against being dressed, and even burst three buttons off the front of his shirt. His mom just sewed them back on and then stuffed the whole thing back over his head. It was rumpled, but at least he was wearing it. Okay, you're done, she said. Was that really so bad? Yes, cried all the kittens at once. Well, okay, but you'll get over it, Tabitha said. I need to finish cooking dinner and our guests will be here shortly. You three wait on the back porch and only on the back porch. She looked at them sternly, her gaze lingering on little Tom longest. That means no wrestling and rolling. That means no dirt ball fights or tunnel digging. That means no sniffing around the ashy grill. And that definitely means no visiting with the pigs in their sty or the ducks in their puddles. Do you understand me? What about like just a little mud swim? Tom asked. But when his mom glared at him, he quickly added, Never mind, just joking. Ha ha. Tabitha rolled her eyes and ushered them to the back door. Out now and stay clean. She closed the door behind them and the kittens could soon hear the rattle bang of pots and pans as she began preparing dinner. So what shall we do? asked little Tom. Mom said we had to stay here, said Mittens. Maybe just a little walk, asked Moppet. Yes, said little Tom, seizing on the idea at once. His whiskers twitched and his long tail swayed in excitement. Just a little walk. We can't get dirty on a walk. The kittens agreed and they started down the garden path. They hadn't gone more than ten steps when Mittens tripped over the hem of her pants and fell nose first into the dirt. Oof, she said. My clothes. They were streaked with dirt stains and her face was washed in dusty brown. Oh, well, said little Tom. Let's walk in the grass. That'll be safer for sure. Definitely, said Moppet. Whee! She screamed, running out into the tall, soft grass. She, too, wasn't used to wearing pants and slipped before she'd gone ten steps. When she stood back up, fur bristled and embarrassed, she was all grass stains from front to back. Oh, you two are in trouble. <laughs> said little Tom, laughing. Be quiet, said Moppet, trying to wipe herself clean and getting nowhere. Maybe we should just climb up the wall and watch the road. That seems like a safer thing to do. The kittens agreed and scaled up the mossy, rocky wall that ran along the road. Mittens and Moppet managed it just fine, but little Tom didn't quite make the jump. He clung on with his paws as he slipped back, the rocky walls shredding his clothes. Help, he squeaked. His sisters came and pulled him up onto the wall, but his pants and coat fell into the dirty road below. Darn, what do we do now? 
Just go put them on as best as you can, I guess, said Moppet. Shh, said Mittens. Someone's coming. The kittens laid flat on the top of the wall and listened close, their ears up and alert. They were worried about a big dog or maybe even a fox, but soon they heard a waddling whop-whop-whop of webbed feet and an occasional honking quack. Oh, it's Jemima Puddle Duck and her friend Rebecca, said Mittens. What are they doing? asked Moppet. The ducks had waddled to a stop at the base of the wall and were quacking back and forth to each other. They looked at Tom's pants and coat and then up at the kittens on top of the wall. Are these your clothes? Jemima asked. They are, said Tom. Oh, well, why are they on the ground? I was just letting them rest, said Tom sarcastically. Oh, I've never let my clothes rest, said Jemima seriously. Rebecca, have you? Never. They must be exhausted. Oh, still, this is a very fine coat, said Jemima. She lifted it off the ground with a wing and then pulled it onto her own body. Being cut for a cat and not a duck, it didn't fit well at all, but Jemima found it quite comfortable. After a moment's thought, she pulled on the pants as well, hauling them up over her tufty tail. How do I look? she asked, looking at Rebecca and the kittens. Rebecca nodded to be friendly, but the kittens burst into laughter at the duck in Tom's clothes. Mittens rolled onto her back and held her stomach. Tom was pounding the wall and Moppet laughed so hard she rolled right off onto the ground. I want to try, said Rebecca. The kittens, still laughing, happily gave the duck their clothes as well. Soon, both ducks had on a coat and pants and were wearing the extras as a jaunty scarf and hat. The ducks posed for each other, feeling very fancy, and the kittens laughed harder and harder. But when they finally regained their composure and dried the tears of joy from their eyes, the ducks were gone. Oh, where did they go? asked Mittens, still giggling. <laughs> Who cares? said Tom. Wait, said Moppet. They took our clothes with them. The kittens all stopped laughing and realized that it was true. The ducks had disappeared back to their puddles, and they had taken the kittens' fine pants and coats. And it was just then that their mother came and found them on the wall. No fancy clothes and covered in dirt and grass stains. What happened? What did I tell you? Ah, uh, it's a long story, said Mittens. We're sorry, said Moppet. It was all the duck's fault, said Tom. But their mother wasn't listening. She picked them all up by the scruff, ignoring their mules and meows, and brought them right back to the house. There wasn't time to give them all another bath, not to mention finding them new clothes. So she sent them all to bed. And when her guests arrived, she said that the kittens were upstairs, sick with a cold. All of her guests were very understanding, until, somehow, there were very loud, very wrestling-like noises from above where the kittens were supposed to be asleep. The guests politely ignored it, but it did spoil the visit a little. And when they were gone, Tabitha gave all three kittens a bath and such a stern talking to that they were afraid to get dirty for a week after. And as for the ducks? 
They wore their new clothes into their favorite pond, where they immediately fell off and sunk. And Jemima and Rebecca have been looking for them ever since. The End Today's story, The Tale of Tom Kitten, was an adaptation of a Beatrix Potter story, written for you by Daniel Hines, edited and produced for you by Andrew Martin, and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, get ad-free episodes and early access when you subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop, commission a special video on Cameo, follow us on Instagram at storiespodcast, or simply tell your friends about us. We wanted to let all of you know that we've just launched our official YouTube channel at youtube.com storiespodcast. If you've ever wanted to read along with us, these videos are just for you. They feature the text of the stories nice and big on the screen, with each word highlighted as I read it, so you can match up the way it looks with the way it sounds. YouTube also lets you change the play speed, so depending on your level, you can slow down the narration to follow along. They're great for new readers, storybook time, English language learners, and even just for listening. And in the future, we plan on adding more read-alongs, some live storytime readings, Q&As, and more. Check it out at youtube.com slash stories podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Stories Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to tell you about the brand new season of the podcast, Music Land Stories. Music Land Stories is a weekly podcast for kids that takes you on an adventure through the universe of Music Land. The musical Easter eggs and epic stories are sure to be tons of fun for the whole family. Take a listen to what's in store. I'm the conductor, and now... On a brand new season of Music Land Stories, I'm going to take you all la, 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 the way down to the ocean floor of the deep blue sea. And I've recruited a new crew of sonic expeditioners that I can't wait for you to meet. Together, we're on an underwater odyssey to capture the song of the last Leviathan, a giant sea creature who splished and splashed beneath the sea for thousands and thousands of years. Listen to the newest season of Music Land Stories, airing weekly every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.